0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Evening Alpha. I'm your host, Todd, 26 year veteran of the comic and animation fields and Web3 now as well. Um, if this is your first time joining us and you're like, what in the world is going on? Why am I here? What is Evening Alpha? Well, Evening Alpha is a, a place where we have exclusive, unfiltered conversations with other founders inside of the Web3 NFT space. So that's what makes us a little different is that, is that this isn't your traditional interview show. Uh, we're, everyone here that's on this program is a founder, including myself. We've launched NFP projects in the past. Uh, we have uh, Adult Fantasy. We have Clever Era. And so this is a chance for founders to hang out, get together, and really have kind of like a like a coffee talk conversation, really just a, a place to talk about how people are building, how people are launching, how people are growing uh, what we all believe are the future of technology startups, uh, and so tonight I'm I'm actually really excited. Um, I have been actually tracking this project for a few—my God, I feel like it's a few months now—and um, uh, because it's such an interesting project, and I was uh, I was super uh, lucky uh, to meet uh, one of the founders here, Mazer. Uh, I'm, I'm
1: so excited to introduce you guys to Block of Horror. Welcome, brother. Hey, thanks so much for having me. And it was uh awesome meeting you, IRL at uh, NFT NYC. Yeah, we we met at the the Jenkins uh, the valet party
0: because uh, we're both holders. Jenkins is a fantastic project. In my mm-hmm. humble opinion, do your own research, you know, not a financial advisor. Uh, I'll agree. Uh, <laughs> I'll agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's, pretty, I think it's, it's a great project. Awesome. Yeah. So
1: so first question we always ask, man, is like, what is Black of Horror? Tell us about it uh yeah so so uh block of horror is a platform that's um empowering artists and fans um we're building a project that's re-envisioning film and storytelling from a decentralized community-based perspective um essentially we're letting you make the decisions on how events unfold and the first piece of content that's going to production is going to be a community produced horror feature film um, so over the past few years we've been developing uh, 13 original stories from uh, for our Genesis collection, uh, one of which will become a feature film, and the other 12 are going to be funneled into uh, something we're calling multi-projects, which could be like metaverse experiences, a graphic novel, a TV pilot spec, uh, spec script, uh, a narrative podcast, board game, IRL escape room experiences, um, literally possibilities are endless in, in the realm of uh, media. Um, so we're writing these projects with the community and we're bringing in um, additional like professional writers, directors, producers who will kind of bridge that communication with the community to ensure your voice is heard, you get a vote, and we'll have all of those ideas and anything proposed to be handled to the writers so we can all work together. And um, the first thing we have up is a free mint that we're calling the prologue which is a collection of 750 nfts um and we're looking to mint those out very soon if you're on the blood list so that's that's kind of kind of the thing in a nutshell i love it blood list
0: is awesome Um, thanks that's that's a great word that's i love it i love it um so i guess what you mentioned something that kind of inspired a question which is um so and this may sound stupid but i'm curious about this so obviously it's called black of horror so the genre is, is horror, obviously, um, or you know it might be it might be some relationships. I don't know, but uh, I'm taking it to be <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking it, it be to be horror it. genre, you know. Uh, but I guess my question is like, so the, you have you guys are setting up a slate of these. Um, is the first one horror, and then the other ones spread out in other genres, or is it specifically the horror genre? for for like like that's the focus like that's
1: the yeah this this project is is specifically horror um you know we we've we've been entertaining some ideas and stuff and we'll see where we end up going um with other genres but um in this ecosystem for block of horror, we have, it's, it's more of a platform than it is like some sort of community funded movie. It's not like that at all. It's, it's, um, it's a platform. And we have uh, these 13 original stories. So original IP that we've created, that's kind of like a, a jumping off point for the community to play with.
0: Oh, okay. So, so the, you've got, You've got like the professional team, obviously, right. You've got the experience to do it and, and you've got the filmmakers and the writers, and then the community helps to develop, is it like helping to develop key plot
1: points or are they actually like in a writer's room kind of situation? Uh, a little bit of both it's kind of like um, each so each nFT is a is a is essentially a vote and your access pass to come into the community um, we'll have a voting portal built um, directly on our website and it's kind of us uh, you know kind of giving you the skeleton and, and letting you fill in some of the blanks but also kind of working with the community to decide like who lives who dies you know where does this person go how does this how do these stories unfold Um and uh, yeah, having given, I, we feel that like giving um, super fans that kind of um, that 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 kind of empowerment uh, kind of lets you break that fourth wall, right? And mm-hmm. and like feel like you're you're part of something bigger instead of just sitting in a seat and watching it. It's almost like you can interact with it, which I think is super fun.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. I, I like I really <clears throat> just personally, I'm super engaged with with sort of obviously sort of the the Um, you know, bringing, tapping into the web three storytelling space and bringing in the audience to either co-write it, co-own it, co-plot it, what have you, there's a million different variations in there. Um, But, but allowing people the opportunity to take part in a way that they can't do with traditional quote unquote, traditional filmmaking or television making or broadcast. Um, Like, so, so what's your, what's the background of you guys? Like, I'm, I'm guessing there's a deep horror background. I, I'm, I'm saying this because like, like I have a background in, in, in broadcast and animation, I've been doing it for a long ass time. Um, and if there's one thing that I, that I know from my own personal experience is that um, when you make a declaration of saying, we're gonna do, forget web three, we're gonna make a horror movie, we're gonna make a series of horror movies, or we're gonna have a cluster of plots, what have you. Like that tends to be, especially in a space like this, it tends to be more than just like a fan of horror movies, right? It's I'm 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 guessing that there is like deep team knowledge, like you guys have made stuff before, because it's it's such a specific declaration.
1: Am I am I right on that? Yeah, I mean, I mean, we love horror. There, there's so many different aspects of horror that we love about it. Obviously, just the nature of the genre itself. But also, um, you know, even from a business perspective, you know, horror movies have really great ROI. You know, you can, you know, it's you don't need the budget of something like The Matrix to make something like Saw. You know, for instance, that had like something around a million dollar budget and was able to like, you know, 150 X or something like that. Um, uh, Plus, I think something like that is to to start with with this genre is just kind of a little easier to get off the ground. And also horror has so many subgenres. So there's so many different possibilities, different avenues you can go, especially with these 13 original stories all are somewhat of a different subgenre. You know, we have slasher and psychological and sci-fi and um you know, you name it, it's it's probably in there. Yeah, and I guess there's like also, I mean, when you think about and I hadn't really thought of that. Like if you think about
0: horror in general, there's also like in terms of variation like you have the obvious horror genre or the know the the idea of gore or or you know you know your classic stuff right like your freddy krueger and your your friday the 13th stuff but um (laughs) i mean i mean the definition of what horror could be or can be whether it's psychological thrillers like i guess you could if you feel like it you really can spread out into like really redefine what horror could be right like there are plenty of horror thrillers where there is no violence it's just pure psychology and jump scares you know, and some of it's really good,
1: right? Yeah, anything really, kind of playing on a fear, that that could be anything. Fear of whatever, claustrophobia, heights. I mean, any of that stuff could be horror movie. I I forget what I forget the name was it called the devil or something where they're just stuck in an elevator the whole time. And obviously <laughs> yeah, right. but, I mean, like that kind of freaks me out because I'm yeah. a claustrophobic person. I think like a Ryan Reynolds was in that movie buried where they like buried him alive in a coffin. And like he woke up and he's like, what the, where the fuck am I? Like, this is, that's insane to me. So yeah, <laughs> literally anything can, if, it, if it's got some sort of fear, then yeah, you can call that horror. Yeah. Coming soon from black of horror, bear market. Yeah. I mean not not uh yeah, no spoilers, but maybe. Yeah, right.
0: (laughs) So so this the first one that you guys are doing, like is there have you guys revealed like what the what the idea is or the concept? I mean I'm not expecting spoilers, but like what's the can you tell about talk tell me about like what the first like what the first piece is?
1: Yeah, so um so our NFTs for our Genesis collection are actually movie posters based on these stories um we have a our, our poster artist ryan mcgrath he's absolutely amazing um he's That's done he's done yeah he's done alt posters for um the the rocketeer uh i think he did uh, the founder with michael keaton and um uh, life with uh gyllenhaal and just the stuff that he's come up with and, and a lot of the stories we have kind of all just comboed and tag teamed together just to Um, to, to, to bring in that, that number 13, um, we have something around like 21 or 22 different stories that we were really trying to figure out and pick which ones are the best. And we narrowed it down to the 13. Um, uh, but the way it'll work is, um, when the Genesis collection mints, um, it's going to be a pre-reveal and, uh, within that window before the reveal unlocks on our website, we're going to have all 13 posters and the community will vote which one of those will become the feature film. So we'll kind of, this, this way you can't pump your own bag, say you got this one and you want to vote for that one. You won't know what you have yet. So, um, uh, so yeah. So, so that's how we'll, we'll, uh, uh allow that to become the, the first feature. And then the remaining 12 will be funneled into something we're calling multi projects, which could be, you know, any, any other kind of media, like, you know, graphic novels, a board game, uh, um, a yeah. metaverse experience, Right. Build out the, once you have the property
0: and once you have the community Mm -hmm. helping to build a property, actually, actually build a universe around that. Correct. Kind of like help have the community kind of like populate that.
1: Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Not, so we're not really just a, just a film project. It's, we're all avenues of media.
0: Right. IP, right. IP development. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I can. Yeah. I see you right there. I see, you right there.
1: <laughs> I see all the things behind you right now. <laughs> that, that's, yeah, that's yeah. Where we're trying to go.
0: That's right. Yeah, everything. All, all, all things everywhere. Um yes. if, it's, if it's in a, if it's in a mylar bag, I'm, I probably have it. Um, <laughs> but, but um, so one of the things that I'm I'm really uh, interested in is we've talked to a few different projects that are in filmmaking and are choosing the web 3 path and especially especially with something like a horror film and, and making any any film regardless of genre um what why web 3 versus hollywood slash you know even independent funding or or something of that nature like what is what what made you guys because it's because so for, for for people that are out there that that um are, are maybe new to nfts or um maybe they're only um interaction with nfts is through a little bit of discord back and forth or or watching something on twitter and and mostly buying the nft right um i think i think there's there's a miseducation or a misunderstanding of how freaking difficult it is to to do this um it's from my perspective just a quick to, to kind of give a little bit of context um one of the things that shocked me the most Um, when I first started, this was, you know, I've launched a number of businesses and, you know, some have done horrible and some have done great and, you know, everything in between and at every single step of the way, when you're launching a product in web two or whatever you want to call it, IRL space, whatever, like there's no expectation of, of like selling out, meaning you, you spend all this time creating a project or a product, you do all the research, you do all the advertising, whatever it takes to kind of give you the best leg up for, for some kind of launch. Um, but there's no business on earth in the real quote unquote real world, where if you don't sell all 10,000 products out in one day, you're labeled a failure. You know what I mean? Like that doesn't exist. Like if you go to any business and say, Oh, you didn't, go hey hey baker you mean you didn't sell 100 percent of your supply today you fucking suck you know like that's not a thing but in but in web 3 it absolutely is a thing and 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 so i wonder like that being a small piece just one example of how much more difficult like web 3 can be than the traditional route like I'm, i'm curious as to to why you guys chose that
1: um that's a great question um Web3 gives us the ability to break that wall and and let the fans come in and have, like, you know, have, have their hands in the pie or put their fingers in the pie, whatever that analogy is. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it's kind of cool being able to have, like, the idea of a super fan. Whereas, like, say you were, a, you know, a big Marvel guy, which you, you probably are. And you what's the most you can do with Marvel? You can buy stuff. Right. But but that's really about it. Um, imagine having a say or a voice or a vote in the next Marvel movie. I, I always like kind of go back to star Wars cause that's my favorite thing. And imagine if they allowed the community to vote on a new character and what color that character's lightsaber would end up being, if that ends up being, um, an orange lightsaber and that becomes Canon, that's the community that made that happen. You had a voice like you could have been responsible for that and having so many of those options for the community. I feel like, you know, if at least one sticks, that person had like a voice in, in, in creating that and, and, and attribute and contributing to that lore. So, you know, as, as someone who is a super fan of star Wars and seeing that kind of thing and wishing that we could have that, I feel like that's, it's like our duty to, to make that become a reality that's that's awesome to hear hear you say
0: that because that's that's identical to our own premise which is you know we you know especially like looking at all the comics behind me and all mm-hmm. the novels and stuff like yeah you know you as a as a fan as a customer you know there's this expectation from these large corporations that you just like you know consume product and then prepare to buy next product right But yeah. like there's no there's no caring or compassion or or thinking really it's a very one-dimensional thing we make the thing you buy the thing next product and from but from a new technology perspective you're like well how many spider-man comics do i have you know like certainly there are people who are bigger spider-man collectors than i am but i have spent probably tens of thousands of dollars over the years on spider-man shirts and comics and graphic novels and original art and all of this stuff and and so We now have the technology to track that and and to add a provenance to that and why shouldn't someone who collected earn or be rewarded for that collection especially since their purchasing power is what drives the the core the core corporation being able to license that character out through sales i mean whenever you're looking at licensing it's the the licensor from the parent company is saying here's our social media here's our sales numbers this is how much money this character generates we'll sell you the license to use it in a game or whatever movie apparel doesn't matter and and it's the driver that's the fan base and the driver of that character sales that leads the licensee to say yes i will pay you x amount of money to have exclusive rights to use that character in whatever way the license is formed um, but it all goes back to the consumer and to the, and to the fan who actually supported the book and who actually bought the thing and, and probably supported the creators, the actual artists and, and the actual creative talent who designed it as well. Um, and it's such a black hole. It's such a huge open space. Um, so I absolutely see like, like why you guys would want to do this. It Are you, are you guys like, is, is Blog of Horror, like, absolutely fuck no to Hollywood? Like, no, or is it, or is it, because I, I guess, I guess my question, I guess my question is, like, I know, that, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm on the East Coast, so I'm not directly tapped into Hollywood, really. Um, but I do know that there's a lot of interest from Hollywood players and agencies. There's a lot of agencies now that are backing NFT projects, um, or at least saying that they rep them, you know, probably through some investment, uh, you know, split or something. Um, some capital was exchanged, right? Like is, so there's some interest from the Hollywood set to move into NFTs. Are you guys seeing interest come into, to, for Black of horror or, or, um, or the horror genre in general, is that something you're interested in or is this sort of a, or is moving into web three sort of the anti establishment
1: middle finger to that system? I think it's important to have both, obviously, um, you know, having having our feet in, in both. Um, obviously, there's a lot of Web 2 that still hasn't caught up with Web 3 or even understands what Web 3 is. You know, we're seeing a lot of studios and production companies trying really hard to get into it, but they have no idea how. They don't even know where to begin. You know, because every time you see a company like during the Super Bowl, was it Budweiser that put out an NFT as a cash grab <laughs> and it's just garbage and useless and did nothing. And it's just that just it's just once you do it, then you're done and then they're never going to have another shot again. So, um, you know, but um Regarding Hollywood in general, I mean, you know, there, there's, there's, there are a few problems that exist in Hollywood and we detail that in our blood paper on our website, but you know, the, 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 the three main things I think are um, centralized gatekeeping um, the hoarding of IP and just kind of antiquated storytelling techniques that, you know, think things could be better, things could be different. And we're trying to kind of revolutionize the way stories are told uh, by bringing in a community instead of, Instead of just, you know, trying to come up with the best thing and hoping the community digs it.
0: Yeah, I think it's interesting too that you guys are are tackling this through the the genre of horror because horror, and again, this is totally me off the cuff, so I, I could be totally shoot me down if I'm totally bullshit here. But like, <laughs> but like, I've always felt that the, the genre was very similar to comic to like comics in general because it always had this aura of being like. The bastard child of of the medium you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like there there are so many you know regardless of the quality of the film and there certainly are plenty of horror films that are freaking amazing um and regardless of the of the quality of the filmmaking or the success even the success of the box office there's always this sort of like like yeah like this bastard child thing where well it's not a you know it's not a blockbuster movie it's not a you know romantic (laughs) comedy you know yeah. i mean you know it, it always has this kind of like it, it's always had this natural fu attitude anyway because of the natural instinct of the people in the space right
1: yeah it's super niche and 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 you know and and they're most of the time rated r so it's <laughs> le- like it's behind a wall and it's kind of like i can see what you're saying where like you know there's people oh it's like frowned upon or something like that it's like oh we we're you shouldn't be looking at that and i don't know you know where that comes from from like moral perspectives or how people were raised or religion or whatever right. you, want, you want to see it. But yeah, I totally yeah. understand how it's like, kind of like, uh. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, well,
0: it's also like, you don't see like, um, and this is not a knock. Like, I actually think it's a benefit to, to the horror genre, right? Like, mm-hmm. but you don't see like, you know, you know, the, the Michael Bay $300 million horror movie, right? you know what I mean? You, yeah. it's, it is specifically like, it's, it's a place for auteurs to shine, I think. Right. Oh yeah. Um, You're seeing that a lot with a 24. Yeah. Yeah. That's, Mm -hmm. that's, yep. Totally, man. Um, um, and, and, uh, uh, yeah, it's always, it's it's such a, I think, I think also that kind of, it gives, it gives a, it it can give a creator freedom to kind of pursue things that otherwise they would not be able to do purely because of producer pressure or executive producer, studio pressure, what have you, like, being able to just be like hey no one's paying attention to this anyway so let's just fucking go for it you know sci-fi oh, is
1: absolutely. Like that yeah 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 you're you're absolutely right it super niche and it's like i feel like there's yeah there's it, it it's such a um it's such like a narrow tunnel of of creativity where like yeah you kind of have to stay in that line um in order to to hit that correctly
0: yeah Awesome. Um, We take just a minute. I'm going to go through chat and say hello to some people who popped in tonight. So we got uh, Willie D. What's up, man? Uh, Welcome. Uh, Welcome to the show. Daniel. Welcome, Daniel. How you doing? Uh, Bad Kitty. What's up? How are you? Andres. What's up? Mazer's the man. (laughs) Hey, what's up, Andres? What's up, man? How are you? Chad. Welcome. LFG, (laughs) man. Carrots, what's up, brother? How you doing? Some you nice doing? people in here. Absolutely. We got a, everyone in a great crowd, always. KG, what's up, man? Welcome. Evening to you, too. Uh, Daniel saying hi back. Um, and Dusty pops in and says, hey, if you're in the Adult Fantasy Discord and your Discord name is different than your YouTube name, please let them know. Um, we're going to be rewarding Bamp tonight. Uh, so uh, BAMF is our, is our currency that gets you access to things. Uh, so go ahead and, and let them know. Uh, uh uh J-Raw what's up what's up Uncle Todd <laughs> what's up Cousin Black Ahara? <laughs> <laughs> what's up j welcome brother absolutely um so so what so what has been your biggest challenge so far with all of this and I know there's hmm. got to be a ton because I could I could
1: talk for hours
0: about <laughs> the, the blood sweat and tears behind this stuff
1: oh yeah yeah I would love to hear to uh Hear, hear! What you have just been dealing with too, because I know you just sold out your mint. So, that, and congratulations, that's amazing. Thank you. Um, yeah, no obviously, the market is 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 always fluctuating. It's always different. You can never time it. It's so, so difficult to figure out when to mint, when to launch, when to do anything, when to release news and stuff like that. So, we're kind of just going with the flow. We have an amazing community in our Discord. Um, we have some really, really knowledgeable horror people, which is so refreshing to see. And you know, people shilling different movies and like, oh, yeah, what what about this? What's that? Like, yes, two days ago, I think we were talking like no one's made like a real sports horror movie. Like no one's combined oh, those two things together. Oh, so, um, yeah, uh, uh, aside from, you know, kind of uh, – Trying to time things and, and grow the community a little bigger. I mean, um, you know, it's just we're putting one foot in front of the other and 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 really trying to make make the best decisions we can and working really hard on the artwork and um, developing our voting portal. And I I think the best thing that's happened so far is just all of the the great people who are who have joined the team. <clears throat> I don't know if you're familiar with Ox Quit, um, mm-hmm. but he's like the go-to guy whenever a uh, like a free-to-claim token came out and he would audit the hell out of it in a big thread and let you know. So he's our developer and he is amazing. We spent a lot of time with him in New York, which was so great to, to meet in person. Um, and we're also really big on security. Uh, we have Halborn doing our uh, smart contract audit. Um, if you're not familiar with Halborn, they audited ApeCoin and other other side land yeah steve walbro i I, we've have we've been friends for 15 plus years and um incredible to have him he's a genius and uh yeah um really just kind of leveraging great partnerships and and um working with a few uh, uh uh talent management companies and just trying to bring in the most authentic stuff possible creatively and um, you know, as a creative director, um, I'm just trying to to bring out the best and 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 get the the best quality stuff for our community. Yeah,
0: awesome, man, and brilliant pivot, by the way, from the negative to the positive. Every <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hey, day, man. man. Yeah. Every day it's a horror movie, man. It's, it's, yeah. well, I'll tell you, from from our standpoint, like from just from our side, like the hardest thing. I, I agree with the timing, and and I, it's interesting because that's a, that's for a lot of people a lot of founders that we talk to and a lot of a lot of project owners and entrepreneurs like it's it, it is the number one issue right like yeah like there's just always this this um I, there's always this um especially from an internal team perspective like you always feel like you missed the moment right yeah because there's yeah. so you know like if you like our our original launch was supposed to have been last summer. Cause I knew it. I looked at the, I looked at the four year cycle and I was like, we need to launch no later than August, August, September max. Um, and it just did we were inventing technology. We were patenting technology. Like we, we were coming up with brand new things. And so we, we, you know, at the end of the day, software is software. You have to, you can move as fast as you want, but you know, bugs don't fix themselves. You know what I mean? Like you have right. to make sure that, especially in in this field, like that mint has to go well and it, you really have to, you know, there's a tremendous amount of stuff to make sure that it has to work. And and working with a smart contract that is immutable once you deploy it is very difficult, right? Yeah. It, gets, it just kind of has to be perfect. Like, mm-hmm. oh, well, it's gotta be perfect. Yeah. So so we ended up uh, minting, we, you know, we sold out, but um, we hit it in December. Um, and, uh, and then of course, like beginning of this year was also still kind of hot and then the bear market kind of hits. So I think from a team standpoint, you you have to you have to be you have to understand that there's never a perfect time if you happen to catch the wave at the right moment fantastic but you can't depend on that right? right you have to just launch when it's ready to launch and move forward when it's ready to move forward and 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 market be damned because trying to time the market is is a fool's errand right like if if you have to depend on being at the hottest point in the market to to have your company survive or or because you're dreaming of buying like some kind of like ferrari or something like i think you're doing it for the wrong reason now for sure if, if you hit it great you know what i mean like yeah. no one's no one's gonna complain if they're making like you know pixelmon money from like a project that's actually better <laughs> you know what i mean like right but but still like it's not it's not something you can plan on so on the on the
1: timing thing i think you're 100 percent correct um yeah you know and, and then, it's not it's, oh sorry go ahead no, no go for it go for it i, I was, just, I was just gonna say from like a from like just the the state of uh, where we're in right now it's like it kind of despite how how terrifying it is to a lot of people and and just how crazy it is it's just kind of it is kind of refreshing from my point of view to or from this project's point of view to kind of see a lot of these meme projects kind of just get like washed away a little bit yeah to see some of the utility projects rise up you know uh while while we do support art in every fashion um you know at at the core of this project it's you know it's a membership it's like think of it as like um like the ultimate the ultimate fan club Cause I remember being in like the Lincoln park fan club when I was younger in high school, <laughs> and just like, I got these, I got these demos in the mail and stickers and cool stuff that, that like not everyone else got, which as like a super fan, it just felt so like, I felt like I was a part of it. Like I yeah. felt like I was as close as you can get to the band without being backstage or near them. So yeah, that's so cool. So, yeah. That's a lot of fun. That's I really that's, love that stuff.
0: Yeah. I love that. That's a, that's a brilliant point, man. And, uh, i'll give you i'll give you another one that's really interesting and that is um and this is a this is this isn't necessarily all projects so i can't speak for i can only speak for ours but I, i do think this has something to do with with web3 storytelling projects and that is post mint like we're we are in the phase right now with nfts that it's it's that early adopter phase and and people argue where on that early adopter curve we are. Um, I think we just, I think we're still in it maybe, but we're either still in the tip or we just passed the tip and and it, it's a hype cycle. This is why you can have like, you know, literal NFTs that have doo-doo, uh, on there. And then all of a sudden it's like mints out, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but, but, uh, One of the things that's so interesting with with our project is that just by the nature of the project, um, it is um, not—you can't look at like the open sea metrics and really understand the project. And I see that like almost like a little bit of an internal frustration with a lot of the storytelling genre because they're doing such big things. We're decentralizing storytelling, making comics, making animated characters, making television shows, making movies, making novels. And it isn't necessarily easily reflected through the stats that the platforms force because the platforms are motivated by vanity metrics, right? Mm -hmm. And that first wave of people who've come into NFTs, a lot of them come from a financial background. And so they look at things like a stock chart and you and I've, I've debated and 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 had great conversations with financial guys and investors um and and usually not all the time but usually at least i can get them to totally understand how how a storytelling project is different because you can't just track it by the ratio of holders to floor price to to volume traded do you know what i mean yeah, like it's absolutely. A, it's, it's such a, it does. And I think that's, that's such a mistake from a financial perspective. Someone that comes from finance to look at the project they're missing. It's because they, they understand the numbers and math of a, of a, of how much something is worth technically, but they're not able, they don't understand the culture, the cultural impact side, because it's hard to quantify and they're, that's not the language they've ever spoken. Correct. You know what I
1: mean? Um, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think I think we're going to start to see a change, especially in this bear market where, um, you know, it's getting harder and harder to flip things because it's just everything's kind of going down. So it's yeah, hopefully it gives people a new perspective and uh, to kind of see the real tech behind NFTs and blockchain and, and find a new use case for it other than flipping Pokemon cards and stuff like that. You know, it's really exposing the utility and what you can do with it which with, with nfts which is in, in our case it's and in your case too i imagine is like a membership like like an access pass to something that no one else can get in that's right. it like like you can't you can right click and save all you want but is that going to get you into the voting portal are you going right. to make a decision or are you going to be able to to claim some free stuff probably not yeah so well- <laughs> So that, that, that's where that tech lies. And and I, and I think trying to get the people in Web2 involved is a challenge within itself. So that's something that we're exploring every day and, and trying to trying to help help solve uh, that issue. Oh, I totally understand that. Um, yeah.
0: KG, KG asks, can you throw up some links for Black O'Hara? Absolutely. Yeah, totally.
1: We'll post some in,
0: as a comment. Uh, and we're also, I'll just go ahead and post that right here. So there you go. We got something. Up oh, there. nice. Yeah.
1: There. We... Um, uh, for, For anyone who hasn't been yeah we we just recently refreshed the website um uh and lots of uh easy explainer things to to digest and uh we have a blood paper on there as well our version of the white paper and uh lots of videos there's an explainer video um and if you're not familiar with the project and you're into vr we have a fully functional (laughs) block of horror vr movie theater that you can go in right now in VR chat if you have a headset or a pc uh even non VR you can you can jump in and watch uh some content in there yeah so
0: for for everyone who's maybe not watching the video but listening it's just blockofhorror.com so it's one word blockofhorror.com and you'll be able to find all of those links there for sure and we'll we'll be posting stuff in discord and and certainly we'll be posting it in, in all over the place for you guys um so we you know i know so your first your your mint is coming up this is their first mint coming up it's going to be a free mint right correct um yeah. what
1: are you guys thinking about that like what's it what's the thoughts behind it what are you trying to trying to do with it this is sort of like a uh like an entry so uh we haven't fully decided how many uh nfts will be a part of the genesis genesis collection yet but doing something uh in a very smaller batch i think is a really good way to test the waters and work with the community and sort of like a uh i wouldn't say a beta but kind of a beta in a sense where you know we're gonna work on on one particular story and see it through um and we'll figure out what Type of media it'll be. Um, we have some really great ideas that we're uh, we're planning for it. So um, uh, it, it's a freemint and and kind of a reward to our early adopters who've who've joined us in the beginning and people who are joining now. Uh, just kind of a really great opportunity to uh, work with us in the beginning before we launch the Genesis. Awesome. Yeah,
0: I think freemints freemints are really special. Um, it's really interesting. Like I, we were talking a little bit before this. You know, one of the things that um, that I because we've never done a free mint. We had just done our, you know our pavement, our initial mint in December, um, and so I was hoping uh, that the free mint would be easier, like you know, less work <laughs> than a regular mint. It's not. It's exactly the same. Balls to the wall. You know, there, there's no there's no letting up. Um, but uh, yeah, like we found. We found that, it, um, uh, you know, originally ours, like when we came up with our roadmap, our internal roadmap for this year, um, it we we knew we were going to do this mint. And if you had asked me in February the plan for it, it was like, yeah, well, probably it's going to be a payment. Um, and then going back to some of the challenges and, and everything and, and just having to be nimble to the market, um, you know, we just... We, you know, obviously every everyone's hurt right now, and we were doing. We, we really wanted to a couple of things, like like we we definitely wanted to give back to the community because our, our group is hardcore, um, and they've been super patient. We rebuilt all our contracts. We rebuilt the entire thing from scratch from January till till now for for to open the door for partnerships and and all kinds of stuff for our um, for our technology, um, and so we definitely wanted to give stuff like something back to the community. Um, on top of that. You know, we we also, you know, just being just on the on the marketing side, just looking at at the space and looking at like the top twenty-five or god, what was it like top twenty-five or top fifty projects right now that are not board API Club, that are not like the 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 the, the A lister names that we all know. Um every single project that got up into that top 50 space within the last few months had been a free mint. You know? Yeah. Now, now there's always like stuff you can't see you know i always i always try to describe the, the the iceberg principle to people which is like you know there's a there's a bad misnomer when founders try to look at other projects where they, they they look at a project and they try to mimic its success whatever that success is um but it's impossible because you're not able to see the whole picture right like you see the tip of the iceberg outside of the water you know and you're like oh man like we'll model that part because that's the part you can see but under the water, it's like a mile deep. It's a giant, (laughs) massive iceberg. You know, like you can't you can't see that part. So you don't know what tactics they took. You don't know what influencer they might, may or may not have paid. You don't know what investor group they brought in or might not have brought in. You don't know how organic or non-organic or, or you don't know the full story. So it's impossible necessarily to say, oh, you know, they, they got in the top 50 through secondary sales. So we're going to get into the top fifty through secondary sales because our product is better. And that's total shit. Like that's not the attitude because that's, that's not seeing understanding the whole picture, but, but what is un, what we did see though, is like the, the one thread through all of that was like in this market, you know, um, not only I, do I think people appreciate, uh, a Freeman and I think it's a great way to, to bond a community, Um, but it also is, is really, you know, you're not going to make money on the primary anyway. So might as well, might as well do something really awesome for the community, build the community and use it as a marketing tool, you know, bring attention to the project,
1: you know, um, absolutely. Yeah, sort of a reward the the early adopters, you know, um, which, I, which I think is 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 a great thing because they're, you know, coming in and spending their time with you and willing to learn and, and give patience and stuff. It's, it's very difficult to, uh, you know, when you see a Discord that has 53 people in it, it's like, well, I don't know, am I going to make money here? Like, what am I here for? But, you know, fortunately, we have a great community of, of, of people and fans of, of the genre and um, people who are outside thinkers who um understand the vision of, of of trying to change the landscape you know
0: right and i think and 100 percent, dude and, and i also think one of the inter- interesting things about the storytelling space in web3 is that our projects are by definition not flip bait right you're you're always gonna have people and there's nothing wrong with flippers like i don't have any problem with anybody making any money in any way they yeah. see fit like totally yeah. god bless you come in you want to mm-hmm. buy something and flip it go for it 100%. i hope you make 100%. a lot of money yeah 100 yeah. go for yeah. it like i will support you all the way like mm-hmm. so thank you thank you for for supporting for whatever reason um with that said though i think i think there's something inherent about a project that has an end goal like a film or like a book where the the outcome and value is offset by time and 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 the the production cost right like the opportunity cost of saying okay we're going to make a book or we're going to make a film like um as this mints through and as you mint out and as as the project progresses you know films are not done in a day right like it, it takes a lot of work and a lot of time and so you naturally attract people who are along for the ride um, over the
1: course of that time. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. And the, yeah. And, and in that downtime, we thought about that too, because it, it takes a long time to make a movie. Um, you know, the, the core team is three of us, three founders. It's um, me. I'm creative director uh, uh Zach, who's the director of operations and everything. And then um, David DT uh, he's our community director and, you know, just combined, we've worked on uh, The Walking Dead, Avatar, two and three, um, uh, a lot of esports, uh, all, all different genres of, of media. My day job, I'm a trailer editor. I do video games for uh, video game trailers for Halo, Call of Duty. I did Overwatch, um, uh, lots of TV stuff as well. So, kind of well versed, and we all kind of know how long it takes to make a movie, and it's uh, scary long sometimes, depending on anything could happen. So, um, to combat that, um, we, we have these other, these 12 other micro projects that we can kind of work on together with the community and just, um, continually be working on different stories as, Mm -hmm. as others are already in production and moving forward. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Um,
0: carrots has a a good question. He says, um, did block of horror get some outside funding to build up their runway or is it all based on NFT sales, secondary sales? And he follows that up by saying. I'm rooting big time for so many of these creative storytelling projects, but worry about team funding for the long term.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's a great question. Um, that's definitely something that, uh, we'll be able to talk about soon. Um, but everything so far, I mean, I feel like we are not that kind of project that just puts a roadmap out there and says, we're going to do everything afterwards. We already, you know, I think we're, we're a little bit ahead of the game by having this VR theater and, um, uh, we're doing all of the artwork and, and, and kind of building a lot of these pre-pro assets, um, before we even mint the Genesis collection. So, um, uh, yeah, we're not, I, our, the plan is not to use the funding from, from these things to fund the, the project themselves. It's kind of just kind of funneling back into the platform itself so we can keep building upon that. Um, uh, but yeah, um, yeah, I hope that, hope that answers your question. Yeah, it, it's it's hard all
0: the way around, you know. And I think, yeah. you know, it's one of the things I was having a conversation with a with a uh, another founder t- today over lunch, and, um, you know, it's such a it's such an interesting thing to actually like um, know going into it how much time you're going to take and know how much effort it's going to take and know how much, you know, just just energy it's gonna take on something like this. Whereas, you know, you, <clears throat> when you're doing something real, um, I think, and especially when you have a background of doing real things, right? Like, hey, we have a team full of editors and directors and writers who have done this before, so we know how to edit, write, direct, and make a Like, we you know right. how to do this. Like, when, when you then go out and you see other projects, um do you kind of are you able to kind of have like a almost like a spidey sense like a sixth sense when you're like looking at somebody's roadmap now do you like look at it and you're like yeah they can't do that like it's just like
1: you can see kind of like, <laughs> like the real projects from the fake ones yeah i don't want to fud anybody's project no, I mean, no 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 not, not here to do that no. but um but yeah i mean the the a lot of the things that some people are doing on paper look very ambitious <clears throat> you know um Uh, and, and I think that's also why it's important to, to be doxed in some fashion. Um, especially like myself, I, um, who's going to know that I worked on walking dead. If you don't know who I am and can't see my IMDB page, you know, stuff like that is just, I feel like it's very important to be transparent on, on that front, um, to kind of give, um, you know, a little more, a little more info to the community who may be interested in like the background of your founders or your team. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. I, I I, think I really hope we're getting into that into the next phase where, you know, I, I certainly understand why some members uh, <clears throat> of a team need to still be uh, anonymous, right? Like there are legit reasons for some yep. people to be anonymous. Like no question. Um, but yep. there's also, there also, I don't think is a reason for an entire team to be anonymous. Like if you have so many people that, that for whatever reason reason justifiable they need to remain anonymous you need somebody at the forefront who can be like hey i represent you know because it's it's there's it's too easy it's too easy to people get scammed all the time and we need to it's something that we need to get we need to really change um uh carrot says uh thanks for the response was checking out the blood paper very
1: cool project it is oh thank you so much yeah um, and, and to also kind of piggyback off your previous question, I mean, um, uh, Blockamus uh, and I, we we got into uh, we've been you know playing the NFT game, and that's actually how we, uh, I came into NFTs in general was um, starting a project where I got into crypto in 2017 and I bought Bitcoin and ETH and just kind of sat on it. And um, Zach, our other co-founder, he was he called me and and we've been working on trying to get into um I bought I got into VR in 2015 I think when the when the Vive first came out I love VR so much and was a very early adopter and um and when 360 video cameras were coming out I was like Zach we got to get on this we got to make something and what we put together was this kind of choose your own adventure 360 experience that we were we were trying to shoot and I think I think it was right around then we heard that uh Bandersnatch was in production and they were doing a choose your own adventure thing and we're like damn it we just missed it (laughs) just missed it we were so mad and we're like oh man well well we'll 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 see what comes next and then um uh when i think right after board ape yacht club i i forget what month uh last year that was but um back in um early april or um march uh i got a call from zach and he's like dude are you into nfts have you do you know anything about it and i all i knew was Lindsay Lohan uh <laughs> sold sold a picture for like 200 grand and i was like that's so stupid and zach was like no well let's look into it a little deeper and we did some research and my education on learning about nfts was actually starting a project and and doing that kind of research and that's actually how i found jenkins i found jenkins the day before they minted um or zach found them and and looking for something uh for a project that was doing something that we had the idea for and i was like oh man i want to see these guys succeed because you know rising tides raise all all boats so um you know that that was such a a great thing and uh, a lot of the the majority of the funding for this project has come from from flipping nfts so we're just kind of instead of taking profits and walking away and and buying a car we're putting it right back into this project because I think the smartest thing you can invest in is yourself. hundred percent. Oh man. I
0: love that. That, That's so true. And and likewise, you know what I mean? We, We, I got in, um, early last year and I just, you know, I, I think, I don't know if this is real or imagined, but you know, when I saw NFTs and I saw the space, um, I mean, I had, I had been backing up. I had, um, gone to a meetup in like 2013 uh like the new york times building and and they were talking about the technology of smart tying smart contracts to images and it was a really technical talk and i I don't remember if they mentioned the word nft or not but it was obviously NFTs, right Mm -hmm. um and at the time i had a i had an art startup and i it was a cool cool talk but i left and i was like well this is like years away because there's no artist in their right mind that's going to understand anything of what was talked. it was such a deep technical talk um and i kind of just filed it away and then uh years later like 2020 yeah like late 2020 i was i started kind of i got back into it and i was like oh let me just see you know board one day like let me just check out crypto i haven't seen that in a while and, haven't well. and then when i kind of stumbled through that into nfts and i saw all of a sudden there was a huge ecosystem popping up i was like oh my god i've missed it you know like <laughs> i've got a get in like i dropped everything um uh but uh yeah it was um it, there definitely was um being able to get in and and i think uh, from my perspective and i again i don't know if this is real or imagined but um i would like to think that having a background in animation and fine art and such a unique but and startups and tech tech startups specifically like having such a unique venn diagram gave me a little bit of an ability to see some decent projects doesn't mean i i pick all winners or anything but but i've certainly gotten lucky with good projects and um been able to reinvest in myself like you mentioned like i think i think what you should you just should be like on a freaking billboard you know like <laughs> it, it really should like it, it's the fact that you've got to take if you're going to take a risk take a risk on yourself you know like i i don't understand you know i've never personally been one to like buy fancy cars or fancy watches or anything like that like just any every single penny you could get like put it back into what you can do and try to launch something and try to grow something um at least i think that's the entrepreneurial mindset way of doing it you know for um, sure yeah for sure dude um uh, Ray, Ray just says, "Hey, folks, what's up?" Ray just welcome. And Tessie says, "Just fancy rare comics." <laughs> well, come on now, you have to have you have to have some fun. <laughs> you have some fun.
1: <laughs> and and kind of kind of bringing it back a little bit to um, to like kind of breaking that 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 wall down for for Web three in general. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I I didn't grow up wanting to be a filmmaker. I didn't ever want to be a director. It was never, I didn't know you could have that kind of job to be honest. Um, I always loved video games and, and doing interactive experiences like that, you know, just storytelling through that kind of interactive medium has always been such a big part of my life. And um, I was in school and I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do, but I wanted to do something that I would love. Right. And, I think, I think the thing that stood out to me um, the most was like watching behind-the-scenes featurettes on DVDs for our favorite movies. I think just visual – like seeing that movie magic and seeing those things get made when you watch those things, it's, it just gives – it gets me really giddy inside. <laughs> you get chills. You're like, oh, that's, that's what that set looked like because you, all you know is that – you, you have these iconic scenes in your mind, right? That you play back over and over and you've seen a hundred times, but imagine if you saw it from a different angle. It's yeah. just, it's, it's like, it's like uncovering a mummy or something in, in the pyramids or something. It's just like, wow, it's, that's what it looks like. That's so cool. So being able to bring a community into that and kind of, because we, yeah, you know, I, I work in this, in this field and, um, you know, to me, there's like set days that are just, you know it just becomes normal it's just regular life Mm. but um you do have those moments of movie magic when you're on set if you are getting this like um trick shot or something happens or like camera guy's walking backwards and he falls but like it made a really cool shot shot, it's like yeah it's like movie magic it's just things that happen accidental uh, successes and stuff like that and um i was looking to 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 do something like that. And I found a school in Orlando and I just went and checked it out. And, um, it was a tech school for film, but I didn't, I I didn't want to be a director. I didn't know I was going to be an editor. I just wanted to work with people on set and, and be a part of the experience, whether it was, sweeping the floor or holding a a a mic or something like that i just wanted to be involved and um you know just fortunately from all of my um years of gaming and and love for computers and movies editing just happened to just fall into my lap and and i just felt naturally good at it and that i could hey i can probably get a job doing this because it's fun to me um and you know and then i kind of segued into directing and and doing lots of music videos and um, we recently just shot a short film and you can see on our website, there's some like behind the scenes uh, clips from there and we'll be posting a lot more from that. And I'm very excited to share that, that film that we shot with you. It's very cool. Um, but yeah, man, just kind of just giving that, that experience of movie magic and letting people who don't necessarily have a career in, in the entertainment industry that just kind of want to dip their toes in the water, or just be involved a little bit. I think, I think, that, I think that kind of goes a long way.
0: Yeah, it's so interesting. I was you, you gave me flashbacks to when I first started with animation because you know my my background, I had trained myself in comics. Um go figure. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. And and uh it just as the whole timing, you know, we we're talking about like biggest challenges earlier like um I I put my 10,000 plus hours in in the art of storytelling and storyboarding in comics. And when I I'd gotten to the point where I had enough connections and I had gone through the ringer with enough editors, traveled, you know, up and down the East Coast to conventions and and done portfolio reviews and gotten to the point where I knew I I wasn't necessarily the world's hottest artist, but I knew that my work was to a professional level enough to where I was going to get work. Um, And then the entire market crashed. Like I graduated and that summer was what the bottom fell out of the, of the comic industry. This was like Death of Superman. It was the last comic. You know, everyone was like, I mean, everyone was getting fired and laid off and comics are dead, yada, yada, yada. And um, uh, long story short, I pivoted into animation uh, uh, and moved in as an anchor because my, my comic pencils were so tight. And they were just like, well, can you do that with a pen? And I was like, of course, yeah. But i would never, <laughs> never picked up a pen in my life. Um Pick it till you make it. 100%, That's a story, but I'll tell you, I can tell you that story later, but um, 100% fake <laughs> it till you make it. And, but, you know, once I got into the studio uh, uh, and I just ate it up, you know, like learning, you know, seeing pencil tests and animatics and X sheets and timing sheets and learning the process, like the, the, the education side kicked in. I was like, I have to know everything about this. And I, I just, I refused to leave. Like, I just lived there. I really did, like, like to the point where, you know, I was showing up before the door opened and I was leaving, like, after it closed, technically. And, you know, they were giving me stuff on the weekends and I was just grinding. And even to the point where, where even when I didn't have work as a freelancer, um, I just got permission to show up. You know, I was just like, hey, I know I don't have any, any work, but if you guys have a free desk, I'm, I'm working on some side projects. And maybe if I come in, if you guys let me just sit there, you know, maybe that way I can be there, you know, in case there's any work that comes in, I can help out. And they were like, well, it's a free desk, whatever. come Sure. You know, thankfully, you know, they let me come in. And so I was just always fucking there. Um, and and that opened up a lot of doors, you know, and, and helped me, you know, like get work and, you know, get past that struggle phase that all young creators have to go through and um yeah it's, it's i think there's a lot of similarity there where you just have to you make a decision to do it and you jump in and you're just like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna
1: leave <laughs> i'm just gonna
0: <laughs> i'm just gonna keep doing this thing and then it's a hustle to kind of continue to get work so you can keep doing that thing you
1: know yeah yeah once you get locked in you get locked in they they say that about reality tv out here too like once you're in you're stuck here forever but um <laughs> I, I, I did that for a few days and I, I had to get out, but <laughs> well, oh, like oh, yeah. like working on in reality TV. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's terrifying. It's absolutely <laughs> terrifying. It's like, yeah, there's no art in there. There's an art of like deceiving actors who are, you know, are deceiving people in front of the camera. It's very psychological that that should be a horror movie. Is there anything? <laughs> yeah. we'll We'll talk to the community about that doing like a reality TV show that. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're brainstorming here. Yeah, I like it, and well, you know what's interesting is like even from the perspective of an editor,
0: like if you if there's such a template now for how for how reality TV shows are shot. I mean, various yeah. studios and production companies have their own style of shooting, but there's such a yeah. template now for like how to do those shows and how to shoot them that they're pretty much all the same edits, right? So I would I would think that like once you get, I could see how you could get a little stuck in that where you come in and you learn the system, and all of a sudden it's basically the same shots, the same edits with the same pacing, like. Like show after show after show episode after episode and so you naturally you naturally kind of become like an like the in-house reality tv guy
1: yeah as bad as it is though it it is an art in itself it's like it's a very niche kind of thing and i i I hear that with other editor friends um i have a lot of friends who work in episodic television and and when we we talk about what's going on at work there we're both kind of like i i specialize in trailers i don't i've cut two features and i it's it's a long process it's very grueling you have to be very patient but i find like my niches like my skills really lie in trailers and when i talk with friends who are in episodic it's like in my mind it's like how do you do that how do you sit there all day how do you do it and they say the same thing they're like how do you do that how do you he's like quick cuts hitting the beat what are you the sound design like all that And i have a i have a really long music background playing bass for a really long time and it was a band signed to Capitol records and just rhythm is, is where it's at for me. So I just find, you know, naturally flow into, into, into trailer editing. Same thing, dude. We, um, like, um, I never was in a band or anything, but like, I,
0: I, I could never understand. I never wanted to work an episodic animation because working on a 22 minute cut or even, even some animated shows that were 10, 10 minutes and 10 minutes. So I guess it was driving me crazy. Um, and so I got really fortunate in that the job, the first job that I was in, what were bumpers and commercials. So it was five second bumpers, 10 second bumpers, 30 second commercials, did ended up doing pilots and, and hip hop music videos later on. Like, but, but it was always, even with, even with music videos, you're talking anywhere from three to five minutes tops. And with animation, with animated music videos, it usually was on the shorter side because of the cost yeah. and the time frame. And sure. so, and so being able to, to, you know, I was able to just, just jam and not have to like, like not have to get bored because you're, you do a five second spot or a 10 second spot or a 30 second spot. And by the time you're bored, it jobs over and there's another character or a different style that you have to get used to. And you start the process over and you're writing it, storyboarding it, animating the, the, the layouts and and hitting the, uh, you know, the animatic tying it to the voiceover Exporting that, getting it approved—like the, the, there's a process to it, right? But you just, you know, it was—I enjoyed that so fast. It was like put it in, get through the process, pump it out, and you know, it also it allowed me to get in, like you know, over 150 different commercials and and you know, like six years, you know, plus music videos. Like whereas, I had friends that work were, were working on on episodic television and they had. They have better imdbs because you know the, the tv shows you actually get more credit than commercials obviously but yeah but their their uh experience was so much more uh their their experience was more generalized where mine became more specialized right because with with episodic you're either you're if you're an inker, you're an inker. You're a colorist, you're a colorist. If you work on the storyboard department, you work in the storyboard department. There are very few people who could say, "Yeah, I'll just do the whole thing for you." Oh, you need an animated commercial? Yeah, just come tell, tell me the idea. I'll have a script to you tomorrow, and we'll get the process started. So, and and I had just because of that, it was kind of like an East Coast style with with Atlanta and everything that was happening with Cartoon Network and music videos and all that kind of stuff. It was just it was just a way to like like not be bored you know um so i absolutely understand like you're hitting the trailer you've got the beat you know you have to hit it like right on that cut and you're just like you. Just, yeah. sometimes sometimes you get that shot you know you get that edit and you're like fuck yeah it looks so good yeah you know the <laughs> yeah. character
1: lands right on the beat and you're just like mm-hmm. yeah nailed. It. yeah a lot of it is happy accidents but yeah <laughs> yeah you do the best you can it's it's uh it's you know starting it is like anything you know you you it's all just a process yeah for sure
0: man so so hopping back in the like nft world like so you're doing Mm -hmm. you're doing the the freeman that's coming up um uh what what happens after that are
1: you guys doing a
0: a pavement after that at some point or or yeah what's uh, what's the flow
1: yeah, the Genesis is going to come after that. We haven't uh, uh, solidified a date yet. Um, that's where all the the big stuff is. That's where the the um, the poster art is. The the original IP. Um, we're going to have original IP for this um, the mint, this first um, uh We yeah, we have we have a few things in store that we will uh, may let the community decide. Um, but for the most part. It's going to be kind of like a, a preview to what the Genesis collection is going to be. Um, just at a, on a smaller scale at first. Awesome. I, of, I, yeah.
0: I, I love the idea of smaller batchments. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something that, that we're kind of like discussing in, internally. Like, um, I I I absolutely... I'm, I'm all for experimentation and minting. Uh, I don't think we... I don't think that the, the community has experimented nearly enough with what's possible. I think there's a lot of... You know, doing it the the expected way, or or fear that if you do it a different way, it's not going to work. Um, so I, I I think that's I think what you guys are are doing is fantastic. I really and especially starting off with the Freeman, like I, I think I do think I mean this is my own obviously my own opinion, um, but it the the results of the Freeman have been so good for speaking for our own project. Like it's been so good to see, and there's so many new people, and everyone gets excited and you know of course we have we're, we're getting ready for the reveal soon and, and all of that and and we know what's coming you know so we're all excited mm-hmm. like oh man people are going to go yeah that's when they see this and you know that there's like new people who you know <laughs> you get people who come in and they're like i just got the freeman what's this project about You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's almost like this reverse thing where like if, if you're spending money you're going to do your research hopefully and kind of learn yeah. and then with a Freeman it's a little reverse where people are like oh it's free I just have to have it and then they kind of bounce in and say well what let me let me what did I just get <laughs> yeah <laughs> what did what, I just connect wallet to yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah is this a rug and you're like oh, oh man, man. You welcome to the welcome to the welcome to the community
1: yeah uh, hey you can't lose anything if it's free I mean if it's if it's a safe if it's a safe connection <laughs> right. Right. That's right. yeah but uh yeah. yeah other than that I mean yeah you can't I mean it, how could you fud something if you got it for free I mean that yeah um yeah and yeah. and and like to go back to what you were saying about like um you know people don't know what they're about to get yet because you already know what's behind the the reveal um behind the curtain it's like like you were saying like the bottom of the iceberg right it's all of these things that kind of culminated into this thing that you're about to release i'm very excited for you that's very awesome yeah and, it,
0: and i think that's isn't that, isn't that the most exciting part like you know because it's you know there's a there's a an old saying uh uh, that uh, an animation director, I think it's an old saying, an animation director told me this, a guy that I love, um, told me this like one of my first days on the job. He was just like, if you like magic, don't be a magician. <laughs>
1: right? <laughs> because, because
0: you you once you know how it's done, you know, it you kind of you have to find other things to get excited about, right?
1: It's demystified, and, yeah. Absolutely. Completely demystified. Yeah, and
0: I and I find that nowadays. What what excites me personally the most is like as as a project runner is is knowing what we have planned and what we're talking about uh, gets me so excited for other people that that I just I can't wait for them to see it. You know what I mean? Right. And it's got to be the same thing like with a horror with a horror movie and all the stuff that you guys are putting together. Like the excitement. Certainly, there's an excitement from actually doing the thing and getting that thing out in the world. But there's a but there's another exciting point, which is just like, holy shit, when people see this, like I can't wait to see people's reactions.
1: I'm so excited for that. and and these these stories that that we've um, uh, some of these stories we've donated to block of horror because they were um, uh, treatments and scripts that um, Zach and I have have worked on in the past, like trying to get a movie made or you know, we came up with an idea and we're like, oh man, we have to write this because Zach's a writer and producer um, at heart and, and career-wise. Uh, so it's it's really, great. I, I come up with ideas and then Zach kind of grabs all of that and just harnesses it into this thing. And then like we lay it out on paper and like, okay, now we can see what we're doing and move things around. So um, a lot of these stories are years old, like four or five years old that we finally found a medium to work on and to bring them into into the real world. Whereas before, you know, we could share it with the producer and they could say, "Oh, well, we don't have time for this, or we don't. This isn't in our slate. This isn't what we want to add to it." So, we want to do it on our own, and 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 this is, I think, the, the perfect perfect medium for some of these stories. They're they're pretty insane, and then seeing them get made into these um, these posters, which is so interesting, because like usually. A poster is based on content as it's being shot or something like that, unless you have something like Jurassic Park, like that iconic black background with the Jurassic Park logo, but these are a little more you can say it's like, you know, concept art based on these stories, but um, it it really kind of encompasses what these stories can and will be. they look awesome. I'm so excited as we just got such an, an an incredibly talented artist to do this and just nailed a movie poster for these things. And it's, ah, oh, I cannot wait, cannot wait to share these. I'm so excited. Just like you were saying, I'm just getting amped thinking about it. It's, it's super exciting, right? Like, yeah, you, the team turns something out and you're like, holy, holy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just yeah, it's a combination of that artist and and, and um, a visual effects department working on these, and man, it's it's freaking awesome. It just pushes you right, like all of a sudden, yeah. like everything is like, oh yeah, we're doing this. Like this is so good. <clears throat> yeah, seeing it all to, all come together. I mean, yeah, because originally when we first thought of this, um, you know, we 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 could have done a a 10k PFP collection a long time ago. You know, right? We totally could have done that, but we it we're envisioning a a a type of utility that kind of breaks that wall down and and let lets people in and um you know kind of like you said like creating universe of of content and and having a platform i think is is uh is way more important for us to see this through and not just do a cash grab and walk away yeah yeah it's
0: it's it shows dedication right like yeah. we, we internally we always kid about like you know we like just going ahead and like well we'll fund the bank we'll just release a 10k pfb called masturbating giraffes there and, you go it'll be a bunch of just you know <laughs> we'll just we'll just get that easy money and uh you know buy a boat and then and then we'll make whatever we want
1: yeah uh, but yeah, you there's, don't there's, that's the whole point you don't do that you know yeah because there's there's more growth to be had too in the long run yeah you know? no pun intended
0: <laughs> <laughs> here comes the draft poster we're doing it right. awesome uh daniel says uh flow like zen uh yeah 100 percent, man so um so I guess, I guess like the last question i i have really is um with all these things coming out do you guys foresee doing like jumping in from from the nft to the actual film or are you Or are you cutting like, like a, like kind of doing, like you start with the movie poster and then maybe the trailer comes out, like you shoot a couple shots to get the trailer together? Like, is this, are you going full bore and then editing or or are you kind of developing piece by piece? Right. Like, normally Uh, you wouldn't do the trailer first. Right. But, but it might, but I could see how some, I mean, I know some projects who are like, well, we'll do the trailer and that'll get people excited, yada, yada. Like,
1: Yeah, uh, you see that a lot too, a lot of like sizzle stuff, right? And just kind of like, um, like prototype trailers in order to pitch a movie to try and get funding um that's that's normally when i see a trailer just get me i've had people be like oh i'm going to shoot a trailer i'm like how do you shoot a trailer (laughs) it says i mean it it gets done every day but just as a trailer editor i'm just like oh man that's so difficult because i'm used to taking the footage that's already been shot and then and then making something out of that so um it's funny that you say that because creating a movie poster before there's even a script written was challenging within itself. It's a very backwards way of doing things, but the way these posters are designed, it's 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 in a way where the story can be told in in so many different ways. It's none of that stuff is, you know, that stuff doesn't have to be locked in, and there's nothing in any of those posters that 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 has to abide by by like by its own script, you know. Like it, it's it's very broad, but but they all work. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, as as far as uh, putting um, the movie together, the first thing that that we'll do, no, yeah, yeah, we're gonna go full throttle, make a movie. Like that's 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 what we're gonna make, and then I'll make a trailer out of that. Yeah, awesome, man.
0: we're the, the yeah. to
1: do it. Hell yeah. So so uh, yeah, man. With that,
0: like, where can people find you? How do they jump into your world? Uh, like, what's the best the best way that that people can really uh, like like support?
1: uh definitely uh check out the website everything is there Blockofhorror.com. uh just you know you can get a pretty good gist we have a trailer right on the front page that i cut um there's a if you keep scrolling down there's a pretty easy to understand explainer video um we have a white paper uh creatively called our blood paper uh, we have a vr movie theater that you could jump in right now um uh, we actually, uh, we did a screening with, um, are you familiar with, uh, the fringe? Oh yeah. But we've, we've talked to them on the, on the, on oh, the great. Okay. Yeah. yeah great. They, Fantastic. We screened uh prospect in our theater, which was really cool. Oh, nice. I want to see yeah. that. I haven't seen that yet. Oh, come in the theater and watch it, man. <laughs> Let's do it. Oh, was playing right yeah. now. Yeah. 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 It's on demand in there. Yeah. Perfect.
0: Oh yeah. hundred
1: yeah. percent. Yeah. Um, yeah uh definitely everything's on the website come uh join hop in the discord any questions you have feel free to ask um if you really love horror movies if you love anything in the horror genre itself you know feel free to come in and show your favorite movies that's something that we're always looking to expand with the community trying, try and, you know good good recommendations um you know uh we're doing lots of contests and, and cool things to get on the blood list um for our our prologue freemint that's um coming very very soon um yeah and uh yeah looking 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 real forward to this stuff man i'm very excited for 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 uh for this year man i'm super pumped yeah dude it's it's such a good year dude i love it man yeah it's it's so good it's such a good time to Mm -hmm. be in this stuff yeah kg says exciting stuff he's all in bro oh thank you so much yeah Yeah. welcome to the discord too by the way man happy to have you absolutely absolutely we love it i love i love audiences like people
0: getting interested in good projects, which is exactly why we do this stuff like you know being able to to really help um real people who are real founders putting everything on the line to do this stuff like I, i can't stress enough how hard it is to do this and how many things you have to overcome to get these kinds of projects out there especially when you're talking about things that take long periods of time and usually very large budgets like this is not these are not easy projects right um and so i think everyone in the storytelling space deserves like like as much praise as we can as we can push you know like as much support as possible
1: yeah especially in a, on a new medium like in a in a in a niche world where a lot of people don't know this or this exists like when you ask someone what what an nft is a lot of people have no idea what you just said
0: that's true. It is, and you think it's everywhere because it, you know, you're you so used to either crypto Twitter or NFT <laughs> yeah. Twitter or even yeah. the negative press. You're like, well, everyone
1: knows, but if they don't know
0: the good stuff, they know the bad stuff. But it's not true. Like most of people <clears throat> have no clue what you're talking about.
1: Yeah. Try explaining Bitcoin and then try explaining a JPEG <laughs> of an animal right. that has tech behind it. Like what? You're That's... Right. That's... That's so weird, but, but we're here, and we're all we're the, we're all revolutionizing the space. You know, we're revolutionizing tech, and you know, a lot of people doubted the internet when that came out. They're like, "That's never gonna take off. We just have wired telephones." And that's right. And look where we are now: fax machines and cassette tape. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, now we have the internet and Spotify.
0: That's right. That's right. And nobody questions it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. It's magic. Uh, it's totally magic it's your witchcraft <laughs> it is. well dude great meeting you um everybody go check out block of horror it's block uh uh go check out their, their blood paper everything else um hit their twitter make sure you, you follow them on twitter jump in their discord uh, all the links will be on their website um and uh yeah everybody out there thank you guys so much uh for checking us out tonight Um, and uh, stay tuned, we've got tons more coming. Um, as you guys know, after we do the show, we sometimes hop over. Well, we always hop over to the Discord and we do like after party stuff, we'll have a game night and stuff like that. So, please feel free to jump in, say hello. Um, and uh, regardless, uh, whether you do or don't, thank you guys so much for showing up, thank you guys for supporting. Uh, and again, dude, thank you so much, Block of Horror. Thank you so much for having us, man.
1: Real, real pleasure. This is this was really fun.
0: Hell yeah, absolutely. All right, guys. Well-